Shout out to Clarity for supporting this episode and providing us with the samples. I've been battling allergies for years now. Let me tell you, they've been a real ordeal in my life. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available release sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to ClaritinD.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, gang? Welcome to The Greatness Machine. I'm your host, Darius Mershazdeh. I'm so pumped to have you here with me. Now, listen, The Greatness Machine, we're about two things. Number one, people who are living their passions. And number two, those who are creating greatness in the world and doing both of these things despite the odds against them. Each episode, we're going to feature interviews with game changers, business leaders, you know, telling us their origin stories, what made them tick, what got them to where they are now. Why? So it can help you step into your greatness within your life, your business, and your career. Occasionally, you might hear a few solo episodes from myself, moi, as I say, as I leverage my 20 years of entrepreneurship as a CEO and founder to help you grow and level up in your journey to scale your life and your business. So come be a fly on the wall, enjoy the conversation, and I'm stoked to have you here with me. What's up, everybody? Welcome to today's episode of The Greatest Machine. I'm your host, Darius Mishazam. Today, I'm flying solo, and we are going to talk about a great topic, great an epiphany that I've had this year. Um, and I want to start out by, by saying a quote that I, I learned many years ago, which is that leaders are readers. And uh, I'm, in, I'm in a bunch of CEO groups, and I, <laughs> funny enough, I, I'm a person that always hears about great books, always hears about, you know, this book's an amazing book and you should read it. And what I found myself doing over the years was I was always recommending books. And I'm in, in the CEO group that I've been in, in San Francisco, this forum, confidentiality forum. Uh, it's me and eight, seven other CEOs. And we've been in the group together for now, um, many of us for 16 years. And there became this joke because I would recommend a book and, and they'd say, Darius, have you actually read that book? And, and and I realized that I, I would have to, like, you know, I'm, I'm an honest person. So I, I, <laughs> I would say, no, but I heard it's amazing. And so it became this, um, like, this running joke in my CEO group that I never read any books, but I would be the first to recommend a book because I was always hearing about the, all these great books. Um, and so ha- considering myself a, a, a leader and not being a strong reader in the sense of I was just always felt too busy. And, you know, and maybe you feel that way too. I always felt too busy to read. I was like, man, I'm just like, I can't just settle down and read. And what about what I found myself doing is I'm like, but I wasn't too busy to binge watch Game of Thrones, you know, and I wasn't too busy to, you know, do the things I wanted to do. And, and like I said in a previous episode, you know, what we, how we spend our time is what we prioritize. And for me, I just couldn't find that rhythm. And I feel like anything that, you know, like, like reading or working out or eating right, it's all around just creating a habit around it. 
and and but I really struggle with it. And I'd have these moments in my t- in my life where I'd go on, let's say, vacation, and I would read. You know, this is pre kids, of course, and I'd read like five books in like you know two weeks. You know, I, I would just gr- just devour a bunch of books. So I've always had it in me that I enjoy reading, um, but. But I couldn't find that rhythm, especially with, you know, being an entrepreneur and starting companies and then having kids and getting married. Just, you know, and I'm probably telling you your life right back to you right now. Just, I'm just way too busy to do it. Like, I can't find the time. I enjoy it. It's something I love. I like working out. Uh, but I don't work out as much as I, as I always want to because I can't find the time. And what it really comes down to, again, is, is creating a habit around it. And so about a year ago, I was working with a client of mine, former guest on the show, Eddie Perez, who is a self-improvement athlete. I mean, this guy is a freaking animal. I mean, he's like one of the best I've ever, I've ever seen. Unbelievable. I mean, you check all the boxes on things he's doing to really step level himself up. And this guy's, you know, crushing it. But the one of the big ones he's doing is the guy reads like a maniac. And he has a, a coach, Jay Duran, also a, a upcoming guest on the show, um, who gave him a tip on how to read more. And one of the things he said, and, and I'm going to use myself in a moment because I became a guinea pig for all this over the last year and literally 10 x the amount of books I read. Maybe 20X, 30X, 50X because I was barely reading maybe one or two books a year. And I've since just gone crazy and have read a tremendous amount more now. And um, um, in fact, you know, to get to the punchline, my goal right now is to finish 28 books this year, and, and, I, and I think I'm going to do it. Um, I'm, I'm finishing my 25th right now. And so, but, but this all starts with this conversation I had with Eddie uh, end of last year. He says, you know, I was talking to Jay Duran, and Jay, uh, Culture Matters Podcast, um, of Culture Matters Podcast, it's Eddie's coach, and he said, and the guy is just a, a freaking book athlete. And he said, you know, if you want to read more, you should read more than one book at a time. And, and, and I had never thought about that. You know, my mom, you know, growing up, I want to back up for a second. Growing up, my mom, it, my mom might as well have been a librarian. My mom always had a stack of books next to her bed. I mean, read every night. My mom is a book athlete. She just lo- loves to read. My, and, and I think there's a genetic aspect to it because my, my oldest son loves to read too. Actually, my young son loves to read as well. So there's a lot of readers in my family. Um, and, but my mom was always just grinding through, pounding books, like always had us reading when we were kids. So I I grew up like having a book list every summer, but I stopped reading the minute I became an entrepreneur. Um, I really stopped reading the minute I got in high school. Um, and, and so, you know, fast forward to, you know, 25 years later, I'm having this conversation with, with, with Eddie and he says, yeah, Jay said, if you want to read more, you got to you got to read more than one book at a time. And I just never thought about doing that, you know? So, oh, is this a big aha moment? Not really. But what I ended up realizing was, well, what if I was reading five, six, seven, ten books at a time? And, and one of the things that Eddie said that he was doing is he's listening to some books, reading some books. He hops from one book to the next. If he gets bored with the book, he'll start it and go hop to another one. And so I started down this road where I said, well, let me do this. First things first, let me just pick a bunch of books that I really want to read, the books that have been recommended to me that are these incredible books and, and uh, that sound interesting. And I, I started creating kind of a, a, 
uh, a few different tactics that have really served me well this year that have really gotten me up to this this uh, you know mark of of I'm going to hit the 25 books. Now my goal initially was to read 22 books in 2022, and I hit that goal uh, with three months to spare. And and so first things first was I listened to Eddie's. I said, okay, okay, well look, I'm just going to start. I'm just going to go get a bunch of the books I want to read. And for me, physically reading them in the in like as like in, in written is a little bit harder than listening to them because when you listen to them, what I find and, and I was always bad at listening to books. I tried listening to books. The first book I re- listened to was The Power of like Fifty Cent. It was a book by I can't remember his name, but it's it's about Fifty Cent, like the Fifty Laws of Power. Um, and I tried it on a treadmill for like, I don't know, I probably tried listening to it for 10 minutes. A good friend of mine, a, a lawyer in San Francisco recommended it. And I ended up listening to the first chapter like five times. And so what I found was I can't multitask while I'm reading, right? I can't like, like I can't, uh, well, there's a couple things. Number one is I can't, um, I have to like the, 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 the narrator. So if I hate the narrator, I probably am not going to listen to the book. So first things first is I always listen to, I like the narrator in the book. Um, second thing is I can't like watch TV or play a game while I'm listening to a book. Um, I need to, you know, I can probably maybe like work out a little bit, but there's got to, you know, I got to be focused on the book. So maybe I'm on some monotonous workout. Um, I can be driving in the car. Um, those are a couple of things I can do. I can maybe be barbecuing in the backyard. It has to be something where I can be focused on the book while I'm listening to the book. Similar to what is kind of like a podcast, but I can't be, you know, you know, reading a deck while I'm listening to a book. I have to have my brain focused on the book. Um, this episode is brought to you by Shopify. In the world of successful partnerships, names like Procter & Gamble, Ben & Jerry, and supply and demand echo through business history. But when it comes to growing your business, who are the perfect partners? That's you and Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. We're talking from launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the, did we hit a million dollar order stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling shipping supplies or promoting productivity programs, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Picture this, a time when my business was facing a tough hurdle and I wasn't sure how to break through. But then came the breakthrough moment, a game changer that took my business to the next level. You know, what I absolutely adore about Shopify is its unparalleled ability to adapt and grow with your ambitions. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 75 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Darius, all lowercase. That's D-A-R-I-U-S. Go to shopify.com slash Darius now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Darius. But what I started doing is I started finding these moments, all these dead times where I was like, all right, well, I'm walking the dog, I'll listen to a book. Or when I'm barbecuing, I'll listen to a book. Or when I'm uh, in the car, I'll listen to a book. And, and I started filling up my dead time 
you know, my multitasking time, as my friend Chris Krause, former guest said, habit stacking, I was able to do two things at once, you know, and what was interesting was the minute I had a, a number of books, like not just one that I was trying to grind through, but maybe five call it. The minute I got to a point in a book where I was just kind of tired of that type of book, I'd hop to a different type of book. And early on in 2022, what I did is I decided, I said, you know, I really like autobiographies. I really like to learn about people from them. And I also like to learn and like self-improve. And I said, well, this is really the way I'm going to try to focus on. I'm going to pick those two because those are two things I like and they're very different from one another. So not only did I pick a bunch of books, but I picked different types of books, right? And the, and I picked two very distinct types. One was, all right, I want to, I want to self-improve. So I, let's use the first book I read for the year was Ikigai, you know, the Japanese art of, you know, living a full life, a purposeful life. Um, I also started reading Blue Ocean Strategy, you know, which is this book about how do you create a, a strategy for Blue Ocean for your business. Well, the same time I was doing that, Will Smith had come out with this book. And I said, you know, I want to learn from people that have like achieved massive greatness in the world. You know, the greatness machines about greatness. I want to learn from those people that have created greatness in the world for themselves. I want to kind of hear their stories and hear it from them. And there's a third thing I realized is that I'm going to pick narrators. So I started picking books narrated by like Academy Award winning actors. So I picked... Will Smith's book, and I picked Matthew McConaughey's Green Lights, and I picked Trevor Noah's. Who I don't think he's an Academy Award winner, but he's you know he's really funny and entertaining. Uh, I picked Dave Grohl's storylines. So I started picking these people who are entertainers, who are really interesting, who had achieved the really cool things in their fields. Um, and I realized well, they're going to be much uh, you know a guy that won an Academy Award for Best Actor is going to probably be a much better narr, especially if it's self narrated, um, is going to be a much better narrator than than you know, some random SAG actor that's reading a book for, you know, Random House. Um, and, and I also realized that these were great books read by great people who had great stories. And so I kind of ho started hopping back and forth between these like self-improvement level up books, learning books, where I'd learn maybe something around business. Um, and I was hopping back into these narrated, interesting stories of people's lives books. And before I knew it, I think it was by end of January, early February, I had read, I pounded through five books because this became my format of entertainment. Um, instead of watching TV at night, I was listening to books um, because I was really into the books I was, I was listening to. And then I started actually physically reading some books too. So I was kind of hopping between the three. Um, and I found that that formula were, worked really well for me. So I think first and foremost, if you want to read more books, is, is you got to get a lot of books that you're interested in. And then you got to pick a couple different formats, listen, actually physically read. Um, and, and I really think this trick with finding great narrators, again, you know, I think picking famous actors and actresses that have done really cool projects or books or famous politicians or famous historians um, who, have, who, who, who are trained in performance uh, really makes the ingestion of the book that much better. The other thing I realized was with some authors – especially if they're charismatic, if it's author read um, for a audiobook, it makes a massive difference in how the book's ingested. So for an example of that is I'm listening to Bill Perkins' book, uh, Die With Zero. Uh, I'm almost done with the book right now. Uh, he's a great narrator. On the flip side of that, I, I'm, I, I started reading um, Power and, oh gosh, I can't remember the name of it, but it's a really famous book 
that was recommended to me. Uh, uh, Power and Strength, I think is what, what's called. And it, I can't, the, the narrator's terrible. He's like some PhD guy. And, and I started, I was halfway through the first chapter and I turned it off. And, and that actually leads me to the next thing. When you're reading multiple books at the same time, what ends up happening is, is if I, uh, there's probably 10 books. I'm in the middle of 10 books right now, 15 books. Five of them, I, I'm halfway through and I'm bored and I just turned it off. I said, I'm not listening to this book anymore. I'm not reading this book anymore. You know? And so when you get into this great rhythm of reading multiple books at the same time, it becomes this almost a buffet of choices. I, I don't have to eat prime rib if I want sushi. If I'm tired of sushi, I can have pizza. If I don't want any more pizza, I'm going to go have a salad. And I just treat it that way. It becomes this thing where I'm looking forward to reading because I don't have to. I'm, I'm going, I, I spend so much time. Maybe it's an hour a day, half an hour a day. Sometimes it's two hours a day. And, and again, I'm doing this late at night. I'm doing it early in the morning. I'm doing it when on the in-between moments, right? And I'm looking forward because I'm picking up where I left off on a book. Um, I'm doing it while I'm doing other stuff. If I'm listening to a book, if I'm reading it physically, I'm doing it at nighttime instead of, you know, binge watching or whatever. And I'm picking up where I left off on a book that I like. And if I'm in the middle of a book I don't like, and I, I can go through my list, I could pull it out right now. And there's a ton of books I started that I'm like, I don't like this book. And I just turned it off. I said, all right, well, not reading that book anymore. Um, Shout out to Clarity for supporting this episode and providing us with the samples. Hey there, friends. It's Darius from Shazda here, and I have a little confession to make. You see, I've been battling allergies for years now. And let me tell you, they've been a real ordeal in my life. Allergies have been my constant companion. They stop me from fully enjoying the little things in life. From canceling plans with friends because of sudden allergy attack to missing out on an outdoor activity because of the sneezing fits. Allergies have been a real nuisance. Luckily, for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing and a runny nose, itchy watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. I've been a Claritin D user for many, many years now, and let me tell you, it's made a world of difference. Since I started using Claritin D, my symptoms have improved dramatically. Now I can breathe easier, enjoy outdoor activities without worrying about sneezing fits, and truly live my life without being held back by allergies. Ready to live as if you don't have allergies, it's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter now. You don't even need a prescription. Go to ClaritinD.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear uses directed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So those are that have served me really well. The other thing that um, from an audiobook perspective that has really, really served me well is, at least for me, and not everyone can be the case, can do this because maybe their brain doesn't work the way mine does, is I listen to books at 1.3 to 1.5 speed. Uh, what does that mean? It's a, Because I find when they read, they read slow. And I'm maybe a little bit of a faster reader. So a 1.3 to 1.5x speed, some people listen, they go, Darius, how do you listen to the speed? And I'm like, I don't know, it sounds normal to me. The first and foremost, I realize some of them might go to 1.7 because they're such slow readers. 
Um, I can take a nine hour, 11 hour book and I can listen to it in six hours because I'm listening to a nine hour book at one and a half speed is six hours. So I can just pound through the book a lot faster. Um, and by doing that, I mean, I don't think there's any book I listen to at one speed because it's, it's just, it sounds so slow. And I think it's like anything that once you get used to those faster speeds, so maybe you start at one, one or one, two, if, if you're not like me, um, start at one, one and then go to one, two. And if you do that, what ends up happening is your brain starts like listening faster, you know, it gets used to it. And then when you go to one, you're like, gosh, this is so slow. So what I found with that is a one and a half speed on a 12 hour book turns into an eight hour book, you know, um, at 1.3 speed, maybe a nine-hour book. And so I could get through books a lot faster that way. The last thing that I that I want to recommend with reading more, which especially if you have a tough time with audiobooks, um, for me, it's taking notes. I will take notes while I'm listening to the book. Now, I can't do that when I'm multitasking, and, and not every book do I want to do that with. But I did that with Ed Milet's Power of, 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 uh, Power of One More. Um, I took a lot of notes with that. I did that with Joe Dispenza's uh, breaking the habit of being yourself. Um, I took a lot of notes and I just sit there and like, you know, I'll do that at nighttime. I'll just kind of listen and, and take notes while I'm listening. And I found with the more um, structural books, the books that have maybe more technical parts to them, that that really helped me understand them better. Um, and it made it more enjoyable. It made me remember stuff more. Um, so I think a lot of those different tactics really have served me well where they make, I figured out, A, and again, this is going back. This is, I'm a person that my friends joke that never read books. Right, I'm a person that just couldn't get through them. I'm a person that, you know, the the fifty laws of power. The first time I listened on a treadmill, I, I listened to chapter one five times, because I hadn't figured out how to do it for myself with audiobooks. Um, with with written books, obviously, you know, you can take notes. And and I, I I'm reading a book, Nar uh, Country by Steve Kotler right now. I'm literally going through all the books I'm reading with you right now. Um, that's his new book that's coming out, um, and I'm interviewing him on the show soon. Um, and I, yeah, I took notes. I was highlighting it because I'm going to be interviewing him on the show. So, so for me, it, 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 I, I could go both ways. It, it doesn't really matter um, whether I'm doing it physically or I'm doing it listening. But I, I like to take notes on the books because um, that really helps me to remember what I'm – and it helps for me to have some context when I go back to the book. Um, the last tip I'm going to give you, which is – this is kind of a cheat sheet, is um, – I, from an audiobook standpoint, well, there's three things. Number one is, uh, from an audiobook standpoint, I listen to Audible and I use Scribd. Now you're going to say, well, Darius, why do you do that? I do it for two reasons. Number one is Audible, it's about 16, 17 bucks a book. You get one credit a month. So some of you might think that's kind of expensive. I'm a cheap person. So I was like, I don't want to spend 50 bucks a month on books if I'm downloading three books I like. Um, so what I ended up doing is I went into Audible and I went and I and I created a wish list of every single book that was in there that um, was only in Audible. I then went into Scribd, S-C-R-I-B-D, and they have a subscription service. How did I know this? Because my book's on there and I wasn't getting paid on it. And for, I think it's eleven ninety nine a month, they have about two out of every three books that are on Audible or on Scribd. And they have probably almost... Uh, on in the audible audiobooks and then almost 100% of the books are actually digital books so you have access to almost the entire audible and um kindle library in scribd uh, two thirds of the audible and i think almost 100% of the um of the the audible or excuse me not audible um kindle is in scribd so i went and what i would do is i would look up a book that i liked maybe look at the reviews in audible or in kindle 
and then I would go into Scribd and see if it was there because I because I was just paying twelve bucks a month for that. And I downloaded I think two hundred books in Scribd, and then I have like fifty books in Audible. So now I have this this list of two hundred and fifty books that I could choose from. So whenever I start getting bored of a book, or if I hear of a good book, I'll, I'll again I'll go look in Scribd and see if it's there first. And if it's not, then I'll go in Audible and I'll put it in my wish list. And then once a month, I pay my seventeen bucks on Audible. Maybe every now and again, I'll I'll buy three or four books at a time. But most of the time, I don't have to do it because that's just part of my subscription in Scribd. So now I have this library of two hundred fifty books that I haven't read that I want to read. Um, some physical, some not. Some audio, some physical, and and it makes it really easy because I'm like, oh, I'm I'm bored of the books I'm I'm in, or I, I want to go find something else, and 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 when I did all those things, as well as this last thing I'm going to say, my reading increased. Why? Because I had a, a freaking gourmet buffet of choices. When I get bored, I hop from one to the other. I have all these different formats in which I read it in, and and. And by doing all those things, it made reading not only fun and interesting, but it made it really, really, really easy for me. And and by doing all these things, I've legitimately gone from a guy that read one to two books a year, maybe, and that's a, a high maybe, to I will more than likely finish 28 books this year. I'm finishing my 25th book literally as we speak. And And the last hint I'm going to give you, which was something I didn't expect which was just kind of interesting, was that people that write books reference other books in their books. And so what I end up doing is the more you read, the more you get references from authors of other books you should read that are good books. So by reading more, you end up getting all these recommendations from the books you're reading. And that was something that totally caught me by surprise. So there's all these things that I figured out over the past, you know, what is it, 10 months, 11 months now, um, that have just exponentially increased my reading. And it's changed my life in ways I can't explain. I am so much more informed in the things I want to be informed in. And I have so, I'm have so excited about the books that are on my list that I haven't yet read. And I have so many opportunities. And I'm a person that's always been super busy and never could read, but I figured out a way to fit it into my life without it really interfering with anything. It's just something that I do in between stuff. And it's something I do in place of watching television um, or in place of of wasting time doing other stuff that is, you know, kind of a time waster type of activity. And I can just pound through books. So, uh, I hope that that helps again, really the, 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 just to kind of be concise here. So you can kind of make a mental note is, you know, I would go get scribd. I would get an audible or some like similar, uh, Apple, maybe Apple books subscription, you know, pay your 15 bucks for that. And I would go look in scribd first and then look in audible second. For the more technical books, I'd buy the physical book. Many of the times I would do that. Like I'm reading Supernatural by Dr. Joe Dispenza. I'll buy that physical book. Um, a lot of times when I finish the book, I'll buy the physical book because there's a lot of uh, notes in there or recommendations in there. I just want to go look them up quickly. So I'll buy the physical book. Um, you know, Again, do it when you're doing multiple activities so you can kind of like habit stack, if you will. Pick different types of books. Uh, the last thing I'm going to be adding is fiction. I haven't done much fiction, but but find things that interest you. Don't just stay in one category. Go to multiple categories. Don't just do nonfiction. Uh, do maybe autobiographies. Do historicals. Um, I've been doing that too. I've added some historical stuff in there. Um, maybe add some fiction in there. So different types, different flavors. You know, um, you know. There's there's a quote that I love, which is, you, "You show me the hottest person in the world, I'll show you someone that's tired of sleeping with them." Right? We get tired of things easily. We get bored easily. Variety is the spice of life. We want to change that up. 
right? So we want to do those things. Um, and yeah, and just have at it, right? Get after all those different types of books, you know, mix them in when you want to. When you get bored with one, you don't have to finish it, move on to the next one. And, you know, what I hope for you is that in 2023 that you can do what I'm going to do, which is set a goal for 23 books and hit 30 because that's what my plan is to do. And again, we started off this podcast by saying one thing, one thing only. Leaders are readers. So go be a leader. Go be a reader. Use some of the tricks of the trade that I figured out. And with that said, hope you enjoyed this episode. Peace out. We love you. You are listening to The Greatness Machine, and that's a wrap for today. Listen, if you love what you heard, subscribe to the show on whatever podcast platform that you're tuning in on so that you don't miss any of our future episodes. We have tons of great people coming on, and we're, we're stoked to have you here to enjoy it with us. Leave us a review. Tell us what you love most about this particular episode. We love getting the reviews. We love to see what you guys love most. And if this particular episode you know, made you think of someone who's leveling up in their business and in their life, print screen, share it with them. Leaders are the best givers. And after all, we're all here to support and grow with each other. And in case you want to see some of the fun behind the scenes shots or some of the things that we're doing, I'm actually writing about this in my weekly newsletter. Go to www.therealdarius.com and subscribe to my newsletter. We're talking about fun things like business and life and mindfulness and cryptocurrencies and gosh, I don't even know everything and anything, but it's tons of fun stuff I write about. I try to get it out on a weekly basis. You can subscribe at www.therealdarius.com. And with that said, look, thank you guys so much. I appreciate you. I love you. Peace. We're out of here. See you guys on the next one. This episode is brought to you by the Yap Media Podcast Network. I'm Hala Taha, CEO of the award-winning digital media empire, Yap Media, and host of Yap Young and Profiting Podcast, a number one entrepreneurship and self-improvement podcast where you can listen, learn, and profit. On Young and Profiting Podcast, I interview the brightest minds in the world, and I turn their wisdom into actionable advice that you can use in your daily life. Each week, we dive into a new topic like the art of side hustles, how to level up your influence and persuasion, and goal setting. I interview A-list guests on Young and Profiting. I've got the best guests, like the world's number one negotiation expert, Chris Voss, Shark, Damon John, serial entrepreneurs, Alex and Layla Hermosi, and even movie stars like Matthew McConaughey. There's absolutely no fluff on my podcast, and that's on purpose. Every episode is jam-packed with advice that's gonna push your life forward. I do my research, I get straight to the point, and I take things really seriously, which is why I'm known as the podcast princess and how I became one of the top podcasters in the world in less than five years. Young and Profiting Podcast is for all ages. Don't let the name fool you. It's an advanced show. As long as you wanna learn and level up, you will be forever young. So join podcast royalty and subscribe to Young and Profiting Podcast or Yap like it's often called by my Yap fam on Apple, Spotify, CastBox or wherever you listen to your podcasts.